This is the St. Louis Podcast Network. Welcome to the CNC Golf Factory Podcast on the St. Louis Podcast Network with Kurt Rowe and Kurt Goss III. Kurt Rowe is the Executive Director of the Metropolitan Amateur Golf Association in St. Louis. This morning, this calls for the old Billy Barul. Kurt Goss III is the head PGA professional at the Country Club of St. Albans. Hi, for short. <laughs> now, it's time for the only podcast dedicated to St. Louis local golf. Let's get into the CNC Golf Factory Podcast on the St. Louis Podcast Network. From the brand new Collinsville studios of the St. Louis Podcast Network, this is the CNC Golf Factory Podcast. I'm Andy Hanselman alongside Kurt Goss, Kurt Rowe. Gentlemen, it's been forever. We actually recorded a, a season wrap-up episode that in post-production just ended up being a hot mess and just really <laughs> had to be trashed because it's just we tried a different way to record it. And so it just it just didn't work. So it's been a long time since the folks have heard from us. But I'm sure to talk to you guys in six weeks. I've been preoccupied with this move and getting my old house ready to sell. It's so nice to see you guys. Good to be back. Great to be back. Great to be back. Yeah, it's hard to believe. I had to look. Uh, I had looked the other day. It was was September second. I think was when we did the Paul Neiman. That's our last one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was yeah September second. That went on. That went up. So so yeah. It's been it, it's been a while, but that's all right. We're uh, it, it's good to be back and uh, be able to hopefully connect with uh, our listener. Tonight. Well, as some as some podcast <laughs> professionals will say that we break recharge our batteries and that's right. Leave the audience wanting more. Yep, it's like when shows go on summer break for eight months this year because of the writer strike. But so. yeah, there you go. How's, how's my buddy Kurt Goss? I haven't seen you since uh, you so graciously invited uh, you guys invited me out to come out to play at St. Albans a few weeks ago and had an absolute blast. Uh, fired a big, big number. Wasn't really uh, feeling it, but uh, had a great, great time out there. Which is just a wonderful, wonderful facility. Well, we always love having you, and uh, we're glad that you uh, get to sneak out once in a while. Um, but no, everything's good. Uh, like we were talking about uh, before we started recording uh, this evening. Um, you know, Kurt and I were talking, you know, five, six weeks ago, like, ah, season's winding down. We're both getting through tournaments, um, whatnot. And, uh, and here we are today. <laughs> Kurt's like, man, I just don't have any time where, you know, it's like, it's like so much are slowing down. Um, and, uh, but no, it, it's good. Um, Kurt's got some fun things on the horizon and, uh, whatnot. And sure again, for, for our members, they can, uh, keep playing because again i'm i know it's st louis weather's gonna get really poor at some point so yeah, it'll um, be nice after the fall that we've had um you know it's it's today is november 7th and it was almost it was 80 degrees earlier today i think it'll be 80 degrees again tomorrow and then even supposed to cool off a little bit but even then it's supposed to be back to you know 62 degrees this weekend i mean it's gonna be it's fantastic golfing weather it's just it's ideal you're not gonna sweat your ass off you're not gonna freeze your balls off you're gonna be it's gonna be just fine yeah, it's uh, I know terrible weather's deer, good. Terrible deer hunting weather, though. I'm sorry. It's not, <laughs> oh, it's, yeah, it would be. It is terrible deer hunting weather for sure. Opening. Now, do you get out? Do you get out for the ducks too? I have a couple duck. No, hunters. I don't. I don't duck hunt. No. Yeah, but I will. I will be in the be. will be in the stand 
doing a little deer hunting on Saturday morning, hopefully. Very so, nice. Good. good stuff. We yeah. have a great episode set up for you guys today. We, uh, we're going to talk. Uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. What were you saying? Oh, no. I'm sorry. I, I got you. I, no, I, I got you. Go. Sorry about that. Um, we are going to talk about uh, stuff with the PGA Gateway section, uh, Kurt Goss's specialty. Then we have a fantastic interview that we just recorded with Ryan Roy, the director of golf over at uh, Bogey Hills Country Club, and he is the Gateway Section Player of the Year. And then uh, in segment three, we are going to talk about all the different things going on right now with the Metropolitan Amateur Golf Association and maybe a Normandy update and maybe who Kurt Rowe spent time with yesterday. <laughs> the deep tease will tell you about it in segment three. It'll be super exciting. So uh, Kurt Goss... You have several things going on. Uh, let's. I know you promised your boss that you would plug something. So let's go ahead and let's get that out of the way. That's, I really think that should be the top because it's really one of my – I'm afraid to tell you guys that when we were uh, BSing before we started recording, years ago I used to help the assistants and the pro at Sunset Hills with the merchandise sale. I'd help haul stuff over back – I was like 16. I was in high school, 16, 17 years old. And, you know, they – throw me a few free clubs or some free stuff, you know, whatever I wanted out of it. And uh, so this was back when it was back over at the, oh, I want to call it the Stouffer Concourse Hotel because that's what it's called in Plains Transit Automobiles. It's the black curved hotel there by the airport in Bridgeton. I think it's maybe a Millennium Hotel now. Right there on I-70, you guys know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. And then after that, I think it was over at the Machinist Hall over on Mm. the Rock Road. It was used to be... used to be in pretty big spaces. Um, now, it's coming up uh, next weekend, you said, Kurt Goss? Yeah, yeah the 17th, 18th, 19th. Um, and uh, this year, it'll be held in my backyard. Um, no, I'm, I'm kidding. Uh, in all uh-huh. seriousness, it's going to be uh, back at uh, Chesterfield Mall. We were there back in February. Uh, because of COVID, it kind of threw the sale off the past couple of years, the timing. So we're back to that mid to late November um, and we're back in Chesterfield Mall. Um, no, it's not completely torn down yet. Most of it's vacant, but uh, a, uh, they had a great spot for us last year. Um, so Chesterfield Mall um, near Dillard's. Um, and uh, in the past, what we did with the uh, fee to get in, we would uh, charge, you know, $20, $10, and then $5 come Sunday because there's less merchandise. But all the money would go to uh, our PGA Reach uh, Gateway Foundation. Um, and uh, Joe the Pro, my boss, Joe Schwent, who uh, helps coordinate with the Gateway section this sale, um, mentioned to me about an hour ago that uh, we've decided to make it $5 each day to get in. So slash back the entry fee. Good. Um, um, we believe it'll bring more people in the doors and uh, that way we can still give back a nice uh, chunk to uh, the gateway PGA reach uh, foundation. So 17th through the 19th Chesterfield mall liquidation sale for the listeners who have not been before. um, It is a collection of all of the section members bring their leftover merchandise from the summer golf shirts and such um, to, uh, to the mall and they hang them up and they sell them. But there's also a bunch. You guys partner with a place in Brentwood for clubs and stuff. They they bring a bunch of clubs over, right? So the guys over uh, at Pro Am, 
Um, yes. If you knew the guys uh, Pro-Am, um, the DeGrand family, they used to have the driving range over in Melville. But yes, like you mentioned, their warehouse now is in uh, uh, Brentwood there. They do a lot of online sales. Um, hey, check out Pro-Am Golf uh, here in St. Louis if you uh, need something. But yes, the, the DeGrands bring a lot of equipment, and I think they have some really good prices because they want to get things off the books before uh, the end of December. So uh, Pro-Am has also been a savior for a lot of us uh, clubs in town. Um, you know, you buy a certain amount of drivers for your shop and some vendors take some back. Uh, Pro-Am's been really good. They'll they'll say, you want to swap us a couple drivers, we'll throw you the cost of, you know, Pro-Vs, stuff that we can sell quickly and they can do a bunch of online sales. So yeah, the guys at Pro-Am, the DeGrand family, they help so much with the, the sale and just a lot of the facilities here in town. Huge selection of golf, of golf shoes and golf bags too. Um, I remember, uh, I mean, and nice stuff, really. I mean, name brand stuff with, you know, with night with just most, most everything is logoed with it, with a, yeah. with a country club logo on it. So, you know, expect that going in. Um, remember I have a St. Albans, um, under armor, uh, backpack bag, drawstring bag that I got at the sale last year for, I think I got it for like $5. That was mismarked. That was supposed to be 15. Ah, going to need 10 back, Andy. <laughs> Okay, I'll get that. I'll Venmo you. Let Venmo me, that. You know, yeah. Taking care of. So, yep. So, Gateway Section Liquidation Sale, Chesterfield Mall near Dillard's, November 17th, 18th, and 19th. What time do the doors open each day, Kurt Goss? Do you know? I do. Give me one second. Um, Friday, it's going to be uh, 4 to 7. Okay. Saturday, it's going to be uh, 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. And then uh, Sunday is a short day, 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. Um, and uh, we do drawings every hour. Um, so I think we have like 25, 30 um, items gifted. That's more than uh, total hours we're open. But uh, I know like St. Albans has a brand new uh, Callaway wedge, 56 degree wedge. That So if Kurt Rowe's name or ticket was called, you might remember this, Andy. Um, your name's drawn. You'll, you'll, uh, we'll have your information. We'll get you your uh, gifted item from all the facilities. That Titleist Link Master bag going to make it out there? Uh, I think all the Lynx Master bags are sold. Did they sell them all this year? For you? Yeah, I got a four hundred dollar G four white bag that everybody loves, except for they realize with four rounds it'll be dirty. But yeah, it's a good looking bag. <laughs> it's a good looking bag, but it's a white bag. So <laughs> correct. Um, awesome. Yeah, go check it out. It's a it's a uh, it's a fun time. It's it's a it's a good. It's a, if you like to hunt and shop, it is. Exactly what it is like going to TJ Maxx or Marshalls and just and you hunt and you hunt and you hunt and you find magic, magic deals. So check it out. Liquidation sale uh, next weekend, November 17th, 18th, and 19th, 2023 at Chesterfield Mall. All right. Um, and then we also you guys had your big banquet. Um, Kurt, Ro- uh, Kurt Goss, Kurt Rowey and I want to be the first to officially congratulate you on this podcast We've uh, joked about it uh, many, many times about you being the uh, the chief shirt folder at St. Albans, and now you get the uh, the award with it. You are the private club merchandiser of the year. Congratulations! It's so well deserved. You run a hell of a golf shop out there, yeah. and we couldn't, we couldn't be happier for you. Now on to the national one, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, how how do I get there? Um, but no, uh, thank you. Um, I know we've kind of joked about it a little bit um i know i'm never going to win player of the year anything like that um but when i was given the task uh at the end of 2015 andy to um take over the merchandise at st albans um 
I was game for it, but it's uh, it's been a lot of work, um, which it's work, so it should be. Um, but no, um, it's been fun to see uh, sales increase pretty much every year. I've set a new record. Um, I shouldn't say I, uh, we, meaning uh, the rest of the team and the the members and their guests. Um, but no, it's fun. Um, I, I enjoy it. I like fashion and I like fitting golf clubs. I like all aspects of it. And uh, um, I, uh, I was uh, very excited to hear from uh, an old boss, uh, Jeff Field, um, a few weeks ago that uh, I had won. And uh, so kind of got the uh, – that's my major. That's my green jacket. So, yeah, if thank I was, you. If I was half the host I, I claimed to be, I would have had Sean Barnes on for this segment. Oh, <laughs> I love I love it. Um, you, you know, uh, he w- he was actually one of the first to uh, call and congratulate. Oh, was uh, he really? The, I'm he not was. Shocked. Yeah, I'm not shocked. You know, he's, yeah, he's a, he's a big he's a big big fan of yours. So, well, I appreciate it. I uh, like I said, um, you know, it, it's an aspect of the business that I enjoy. It makes money for the facility. Um, it takes up a lot of my time, but. Uh, um, again, it's my job, so I enjoy doing it, and uh, uh, thank you. So uh, I get to uh, be uh, uh, presented with that in a couple of weeks at our uh, dinner, so thank you. Awesome. I echoed that, too. I just wanted to know what Andy said. Hey, Gert, congrats, and, you know, I'm I'm fortunate enough to call St. Albans my, my home from a club standpoint, and so, uh, you know, congratulations, obviously, um, you know, as, as, a, as a member. I don't know if the rest of the members know that. Are we – are we spilling the beans here on the podcast today to the membership, but that's okay if we are, but um, anyway, it's great. I agree. I think the golf shop's fantastic. Um, I never get out there in time to get the XXLs because uh, all the other, uh, all the other members get there way before I do, because I don't get out there as much, as much, but when I do find one, I usually snatch it up, but, um, but uh, that's a, it's kudos to you and, you know, and happy for you. And, and uh, I will. Uh, I'll be at. Hopefully, I'll have a seat at your table at the dinner here in a, in a couple weeks because um, I usually try to make it to that. So, well, uh, I appreciate it. Um, I have room at my table since uh, my. <laughs> uh, I think there's five total uh, in my group. Uh, one being a seven year old. Um, but no, thank you. Um, I, I appreciate it. And um, you know, if we are sold out of something in your size or color, I am happy to make a special <laughs> order for you. <laughs> What? I know. Who have you done that for? I don't know anybody who's benefited from that. <laughs> I, I'm always always upselling, Andy. Always trying to get some special <laughs> orders. Um, you know, it's funny. This this past week, I was with family in Gulf Shores. Uh, we go every fall break when my daughter's out of school, and we went to this place uh, in Orange Beach, right next door to Gulf Shores. Um, this new coastal restaurant. It's actually owned by the people that own the Florabama Bar. I don't know if you know, there's a giant bar that splits Florida and Alabama. Um, But it was a neat place. And I go in, I see Johnny O stuff and I saw some stuff, you know, more of like the button down, you know, untucked shirt. Yeah. And they had their logo. I'm like, I really like this, but I'm like, I can't pay 148 for something that I know cost X, Y, and Z. You know, that's how my mind starts working, but uh, no, just no, appreciate it. So thank you. I love, I love my Johnny O shirts. They're in. I know. Well, you they're, just let me know. They're really, really awesome. So, yeah, they're good stuff. Yeah. Um, other, you wanted to recap other winners that we uh, that we that we know about as well. So, if you want to go ahead and uh, take the stage there, sir. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, it um, uh, the cat was out of the bag uh, recently, Kurt, with uh, 
uh, winning this award. So um, now everything uh, has been released via the gateway section. So um, I thought again, like we said, we wanted to catch up uh, for our listener and uh, um, now let's uh, recap uh, the gateway section. So um, as mentioned uh, later the show, we're going to have uh, Ryan Roy from Bogey Hills, our uh, player of the year. Um, we also have uh, our executive director, Ali Wells as our ladies player of the year. We have our assistant player of the year, uh, Matt Swanson from Forest Hills. Uh, I believe he's won that before. We got senior player of the year, Rob Zdorsik over at Family Golf, and uh, his buddy and partner in crime, super senior player of the year, Bob Gauss over there at Family Golf. Um, so that's our player of the year race. Um, I think what you'll hear uh, later down the road is how tight the race was with uh, Ryan, Roy, and Matt Gillner for the year. Um, but, yeah, kudos uh, to the players there. Um, that award you go out, you uh, you uh, earn it on your own. So everybody has a chance to win that award every year, um, but you got to tee it up first. So uh, I'm already out of the running for next year. But uh, oh, no, uh, <laughs> we're gonna get you. We're gonna get you to play a little bit more next year. I think we need to. Uh, maybe a team event, or maybe uh, I don't know who would want to team up with me. I I'd like to go uh, over to Mike's place. I want to play the par three, but uh, this uh, summer I was gone for that day. Or yeah, we went to the lake for a couple of days uh, to decompress. Yeah, one. I think we get you a one stroke play event, like eighteen holes of actual stroke play. Yeah. <laughs> I make a lot of big numbers. I don't know if that's just something to talk about. Okay. Well, maybe that listener will uh, pay my entry fee. <laughs> <laughs> right. Hey, I want to give, I want to give a shout out to Rob Sidorski. You mentioned he's a, he's super senior player of the year, correct? Senior player of the year. Um, yep. Correct. Then, then he went on just a couple weeks ago and uh, in the senior CPC, senior club Poe championship, correct? Yep. Yep. Um, finished high enough where he qualified for the senior PGA championship. Next year, this or this coming was in May, I think it is, or yeah, twenty twenty four. Yep. Yeah, so just uh, I know we had, I think there was three or four uh, professionals, you know, three or four Gateway PGA professionals playing in that, but uh, Rob finished. In, I forgot, I forgot what it is, top thirty, top twenty, um, whatever it was, but he uh, he made it. And he's going to play in the Senior PGA Championship up at uh, Harbor Shores, I think it is, up in um, Michigan in uh, next year. So, congrats to Rob. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I think that's Rob's for sure second. I don't know if it's his third um, because wow. back uh, when we were working together at St. Albans, um, Rob qualified for his first major, which was uh, um, the senior uh, club championship or the uh, yep the senior PJ. Sorry, um, but anyways, so I don't know if this is his second or third. But anyways, yeah, I think he finished tied for eleventh. And yeah. I think on Saturday I was double checking. I didn't know the amount they took. They do take 30 um, where the PGA takes 20, but um, right. yeah, he finished tied for 11th. And um, I don't know if there was any nervous energy coming down the stretch. Um, I spent enough time with Rob. I don't think he gets nervous. He played, he's played enough golf, but yeah. yes, that was, that was great um, for our section and uh, for Rob Sidorsik to uh, get back. Uh, Cause I think the last time he played was in Michigan as well. So. Yep. yep. Cool. All right. So, guys, I'm going to rifle through um, some award winners in this section um, real quick. Uh, we we have uh, both our soft goods sales rep and our hard goods sales reps um, are voted on uh, through our section. And uh, congrats to our Peter Millar rep, Jake Wall, and our uh, 
hard goods reps, uh, that's golf equipment guys, um, from TaylorMade, Jeff Thornhill. So, uh, guys, uh, congrats. Um, going to move into the merchandise of the year, uh, for the resort. It's Andy Taylor at Margaritaville at the, uh, Ozarks, um, public facility, uh, Adam Betts over at family golf, doing a lot of fun things at that property for the past five, six years. And, uh, myself as mentioned at St. Albans, our Patriot award winner, from Sunset Hills Country Club is uh, John DePriest. Um, no shock there. John is very no active. There. Yep. You know that uh, more than anybody, Andy. Um, very involved. Um, and uh, so thanks for all you do, John. Um, I'm going to go through, uh, let's see, the Bill Strasbaugh Award is uh, Larry Salzman down at the lake at Osage National. Um, our Professional Development Award winner is uh, Jeffrey Field over at Westboro. And then uh, I got one individual here with uh, three awards um, doing good things over at uh, Family Golf. Our uh, Player Development Award winner, also Youth Player Development, uh, I'm sorry, Youth Player Development Award winner, and our Teacher and Coach of the Year um, is uh, Blake Charmatero. I'm Blake, uh, real good friends with uh, Adam Betts. And uh, Blake came here uh, pretty much when Adam was uh, getting Family Golf uh, up and going and um, so Blake, uh, taking home, uh, three awards, uh, shows how heavily he involved is in, or he's involved in his teaching over there at family golf. So Blake, nice. that's very impressive, uh, my friend. Yep. Um, and then, um, uh, two of the, uh, higher, uh, award winners. And again, um, you know, for me, I look at merchandise of the year again, like a player of the year. So, um, but these are, uh, two, uh, very important ones voted on, um, from their fellow, uh, fellow professionals. Over at uh, St. Louis Country Club, we have our assistant golf professional year, which is Jordan Jordan McKelvey. And then uh, a past winner, so winning this uh, award for the second time in his career um, at Quincy Country Club, Gideon Smith is our golf professional of the year in the gateway section. Um, So, again, uh, kudos uh, to those guys, all those award winners. Um, Because, again, uh, as you guys know, um, we uh, show our talents in the golf shop as well on the first tee on the lesson tee. Um, it's not just on the golf course. So, uh, it's nice that, uh, our sections, um, the PGA acknowledge, um, what, uh, the men and women, uh, do on the daily basis. Um, so, uh, congrats to those guys. And then, uh, two more individuals, uh, every two years we have, uh, the uh, chance to uh, get, uh, up to two individuals in the hall of fame. And, uh, this year, um, gateway section welcomes, uh, Scott Bess and, uh, Joe Schwent. So, uh, uh, I did not know Scott, uh, very well. Scott is deceased. Um, yep. but, uh, um, he was a staple around the gateway section for many years. Um, but, uh, probably knew, uh, many stories. I heard many stories when I first got in the section 18 years ago. Um, type of uh, golf professional and player he was. Um, but obviously I know um, Joe Schwent uh, much better than I knew Scott because I only met Scott a couple of times, but uh, no, uh, Joe is going in um, our uh, section hall of fame. And uh, I think it just kind of says uh, a thank you um, for all that he's done for 42, 43 years. So um, uh, he's very deserving of it and uh, excited to see that in a couple of weeks um, so that he can share it with his family and friends. So, that's what I got in the gateway section, um, kind of going quickly. Um, but that's, uh, my award winners. Good stuff, man. Great stuff. Ryan Roy, the, Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I just, yeah, I just wanted, I'm just going to say congrats to all those guys and, and, uh, all the winners and, and, uh, 
yeah, I'll look forward. I usually always try to make that evening and, and uh, to show, you know, show our support for, for uh, everything that the section, you know, does and the pros do for, for us to help us provide our services and all that. So um, I look forward to uh, look forward to being, um, being there. Yeah. Where is, it, where is it this year, Kurt? Where's the uh, old Hickory on uh, Tuesday, okay. the 5th of December. Um, and then we started doing, um, Oh, Tuesday. Two, That's good. Because that way, cause the next day is always our um, meeting. Yeah. Well, whether it's fall love, or spring. A lot, lot of times it's been on that Sunday night and then you guys have had the meeting. So I, I'm, what would happen is we would have to have the staff come in food and beverage on a Monday. Um, yeah. So, so I think that's why we kind of, switch it up and yeah, a lot yeah. of pros did yeah no so no that's cool. that's what we were all used to that sunday night dinner yeah. and monday uh meeting but yeah we love to see you i will be there yeah awesome. a lot of things i recognize as well so congratulations to uh to a lot of those to all those guys for uh a job well done in 2023 ryan roy the director of golf at bogey hills and the aforementioned gateway section player of the year coming up next right here it's the cnc golf factory podcast right here on the St. Louis Podcast Network. Welcome back. Segment two, CC Golf Factory right here on the St. Louis Podcast Network. Andy Hanselman, Kurt Goss, Kurt Rowe alongside with you. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at CC underscore golf underscore factory and follow us on Facebook at C plus C Golf Factory. And like and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Those likes and, and subscriptions really do a lot to uh, help the old podcast here. <clears throat> Joined in this segment by the, uh, he's the uh, director of golf at Bogey Hills. He's an alumni of Drury University. I was told that you might be in the Hall of Fame there. We'll address that here in just a minute. And he is also the PGA Gateway Section Player of the Year. His name is Ryan Roy. Hi, Ryan. How you doing tonight? Thanks for joining us. Doing great. Thanks for uh, having me on. Not a problem. Ryan, how was uh, the summer out at Bogey Hills this year? Uh Amazing summer as always. Uh, great membership out there at Bogey Hills. Um, you know, couldn't ask for a better setting, better membership to uh, to represent. And uh, you know, it was a great year uh, on the tournament ser- series as well. Thank you uh, for coming on tonight. Um, you know, uh, both Kurt and I, between uh, the Gateway Section and the Metropolitan Amateur Golf Association, it's award season. Um, we know you locked this title up a few weeks ago. But uh, I thought it was very fitting that uh, we uh, bring you on the show and talk about uh, not only uh, your player of the year um, race this year. And I know you uh, slid by a little bit by uh, Matt Gindler. So a uh, shout out to Matt, uh, but falling a little bit short um, to your victory. But uh, we want to dive into that. But we also want to dive into uh, get to know Ryan Roy a little bit more. Um, so right off the bat, want to just get uh your thoughts on your play and that uh, were you following the race against Gindler kind of points wise towards then? Yeah. I mean, of course, everybody who's you know, t- towards the top is always following um, kind of knew where I stood going into the players championship, uh, knowing that I had to most likely win and need a lot of help from the guys at top. You know, we've got a lot of great, uh, caliber players in the gateway section. Um, you know, you, you saw the names of the top of the leaderboard. It's uh it's the who's who of the gateway section. So uh, just being fortunate enough to uh, come out with a great win at Quincy country club in the players championship and, and somehow uh, eke my way to the top of the leaderboard still is uh, uh, hard to believe, but uh, it was uh, it was a great day. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at your resume from the season and uh, two victories. Um, it looks like a couple of T3s, a couple of T4s. Um, I hate to bring up the bad. The bad is uh, T23 for you, and I'm uh, guessing there was more than uh, 23 players in the field. Um, that was a heck of a year, and again, um, squeaked it out over Gendler. So kudos um, on the player of the year. Is this your first one? So this is actually my third. I won uh, back in 2016 and 17, uh, both times coming from behind as well. So apparently I know where I uh, need to be leading up to the final event. Um, But, uh, you know, three-time player of the year is amazing. Um, You know, we like I said, we have a lot of great players and uh, a lot of young players. So it's just great to see a lot of us uh, older guys still representing the gateway section and uh, still coming out on top. Well, uh, yeah, absolutely. Congrats there on that uh, third victory uh, uh, player of the year. Um, that's quite a resume, and uh, I know you're not done yet. Um, but uh, congrats again. I'm going to shoot it over to uh, Mr. Rowey. Yeah, Ryan, congrats. Welcome. To, thanks for coming on again. Well, I, I want to bring up, you know, th- three-time player of the year. That's got to be. That's also going to be a testament to, you know, your facility where you work at. You know, you get, you get the opportunity to get out and play and practice and uh, get out and compete in these events. So I'm sure that's a, that's a, that's a little, uh, that's a kudos to book to bogey Hills too, as you know, as your facility and, and your membership that they, that, you know, they, they get to the, like to see you out there competing. Uh, they do. They do really love us to be able to uh, get out and play with them. Honestly, I don't really get out to play and practice as much as I like. I think if you ask any of a, uh, you know, us golf professionals, anytime we get a chance to get down to the range to practice, it ends up into uh, two or three lessons, which is, which is great. You know, I think, uh, what really helps me, I try to find at least, you know, 10 to 15 minutes a day just to go up to the putting green, you know, relax, practice a little bit. And, uh, you know, I think, uh, that part of my game is really what, uh, you know, culminated the, uh, the win at the end of the year and just being able to, uh, um, take what I know. You know, I, I've got a lot of members that ask, you know, yeah, we don't see you play a whole lot. You don't practice a lot. How do you play so well? And I think a lot of it is just, you kind of learn how to do it. I've had a lot of great, uh, help in my day. Bobby Pavlone is one of my best friends. Uh, he was probably the one that transformed my game the most, then having uh, Denny Walters Jr. and Andy Jones at Bogey Hills, you know, always able and willing to look at my swing anytime I ask is, uh, you know, great testament to them to, to uh, help me get to this championship as well. Brian, we like to uh, dig a little deep into uh, the history of our, of our guests golfing lives. How old were you when you first picked up a club? Uh, you know, I can remember back being in five, six, seven, um, even, you know, even later than that, playing with my dad, Dom Patrol, you know, 5.30 a.m., playing nine holes back in Colorado with my dad before he went to work. Um, he introduced me to the game. He's an avid golfer still today. Uh, we still play together as much as we can. So um, he was the man that uh, introduced me to the game, and, and we still love playing together as much as we can. How old were you when you figured out that you were probably a pretty decent golfer? Um, I think it was probably middle school, high school. I played uh, high school baseball as well. Um, golf seemed to be the uh, better of my two sports. Um, little shoulder injury kind of probably uh, helped uh, make that decision as well. But uh, um, probably my junior, senior year in high school where I started winning a lot of uh, Colorado junior events and uh, other events kind of pushed me to uh, making golf more of uh, 
I guess a career, I guess you can say now. Did you grow up in the mountains or did you grow up on, on the, on the, uh, on the Eastern side of the, of the, uh, of the, of the, uh, Rockies? No, I grew up in Denver. So yeah, basically the, uh, just, just outside the mountains, uh, wish I could get back there more, but uh, it's always a pleasure to, uh, enjoy that uh, part of the country when you can. Did you have any success in high school as like a state champion or runner up or anything like that? Uh, I was two time runner up to, uh, Kevin Stadler, you know, a name we probably all know. So he moved out, uh, actually my junior year, I finished runner up to him twice. So you finished your high school, you hit to Springfield, Missouri to go to Drury. And what led you to Springfield, Missouri? Uh, oh, Missouri no. state. Um, and, uh, that coach at the time was Bruce Hollowell and, uh, basically was telling me you'd be a great addition to the team. I don't know how much you're going to play this and that. Um, while I was there, I was also recruited by Drury. Um, they were in the rebuilding phase. They were getting ready to transition from NAIA to division two. Uh, I came in as a freshman as number one, played number one, my entire career. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it was a great way to, uh, to help build a program and, uh, by my junior year, we were uh, competing in the national championship. So, no. Uh, what was the home course in Springfield? Uh, we were lucky enough. We got to play uh, Hickory Hills, Highland Springs, Millwood, and Twin Oaks. So, we had great practice facilities. Wow. That's that's quite the resume. Yeah. Right, I'm going to do my best Frank Cusimano impression here. All right, Ryan. No hedging. Five questions. Okay. Are you ready? Here we go. Favorite tour player? Favorite tour player? Freddie Couples. Favorite local course? Oh my goodness! Probably St. Louis Country Club. You run up. You're making, making Kurt Rowe smile a lot. <laughs> uh, favorite course anywhere? Favorite course anywhere that I've played? Yeah, just yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go with Shore Acres. Okay. Favorite on course drink? <laughs> it's got to be a Coors Light. Nice. Favorite post round meal? Uh, Coors Light. <laughs> I like it. And finally, who's going to win the Super Bowl? Who's going to? Uh, Denver Broncos, of course. <laughs> Look at this guy. Love it. Love it. Ryan. Maybe not this year, but you, you didn't say what year. So I'm going to go still going with Denver Broncos. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll say this year, but we'll go ahead and stick with Denver. I like your, I like your confidence there. Ryan, thanks so much for joining us on the program. We really, really appreciate it. Thank you. That's Ryan Roy. He's the director of golf at Bogey Hills. And the Gateway Section Player of the Year. Back after this was segment three right here on the CSC Golf Factory, St. Louis Podcast Network. Back here, final segment, CSC Golf Factory Podcast, St. Louis Podcast Network. Andy, Kurt, and Kurt alongside. Now we're on to Kurt Rowe, the you know, he's the executive director of the Metropolitan Amateur Golf Association. They also have their end of year awards coming up. And we wanted to recap some uh, some folks who did well in uh, over in the uh, amateur portion of the St. Louis uh, local golf community. Yeah, so keeping with looks like the, I guess our theme of the night is uh, awards night. Um, as we get back here, uh, you know, with the with this 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 week's uh, um, podcast. But yeah, so we uh, we wrapped up you know our championship season at the end of October. Um, and uh, we have our Player of the Year awards reception coming up uh, this coming Friday, actually, at Old Warson Country Club. And um, 
still, uh, you know, if, it, if anybody out there is interested in coming to, to uh, show, you know, show your support. If you know some of our winners, you know, feel free to get on our website at metga.org and, and uh, there's a place where you can, you can sign up, but it's usually a, it's a pretty casual evening. It's not a, it's not a dinner. It's just a cocktail reception and then uh, an awards night. And I do want to mention also, we have uh, Danny McLaughlin is going to be our MC for the evening. And uh, we're also going to have a little fireside chat uh, Jay Delsing, who is going into the Missouri Sports Hall of Fame um, in 2024, early in 2024, is uh, going to be there that evening. We're going to have a little fireside chat with with them too, and uh, I think uh, I think Tom's going to join him too. So just to talk about talk about golf in St. Louis a little bit, uh, just a little something different that we haven't done any before, but um, just to change things up a little bit, and and uh, so that should be a, should be a great evening, but. Um, yeah, so we'll uh, we've got uh, our players of the year. We have a uh, we have five players of the year. Um, I'll start with our uh, Southern Illinois. Um, we've had we got a, a player of the year and a senior player of the year. Our player of the year in Southern Illinois is Aaron Jones. Um, Aaron uh, had a had a very very good summer down in Southern Illinois. So the Southern Illinois are pretty much Southern Illinois events um, that the clubs put on down there that that uh, we uh, we keep track of. Uh, so Aaron Jones and then Tom Portner is our senior, the senior Southern Illinois senior player of the year. Uh, so they'll, uh, they will be there uh, Friday night to, to get those, their awards. And then um, our, uh, our, our three players, players of the year in the Metropolitan Golf Association is our first is our, our women's player of the year is uh, Kathy Glennon, um, St. Albans from St. Country Club, St. Albans. Kathy had a fine, fine summer, finished, uh, finished, uh, well in our Metropolitan Women's Championship, uh, finished well in the, in the state stuff, and uh, came out on top on, this, on the Women's Player of the Year. Um, our Senior Player of the Year is Paul Neiman, um, former guest of the show. Paul uh, Paul had a great great summer um, on the senior circuit and uh, will uh, earn that award. And then finally, uh, Peter Weaver, also a guest earlier in the show, um, is, our, is our Player of the Year. And while uh, Peter Peter only played in well, he, I guess he probably played more, but he uh, he he earned points in in just four events. But uh, when you win three of the four of those events, uh, you know, kind of kind of uh, they, those points add up pretty quickly. But our Metropolitan Champion, the State Amateur Champion, and then winning the St. Louis District um, is uh, you know was a pretty solid summer. And uh, and we're uh, looking forward to Peter's coming back. Uh, he's going to make it back from uh, from school from Villanova University this weekend to uh, to be there to earn the uh, to win the uh, or to accept the the Player of the Year. So um, and then we also a few years ago we started uh, our host facility awards we call them and uh, those are actually voted on. We uh, we send a, a survey or a, you know a poll out to everybody who played in our events. So we uh, those those awards are voted on by by the players by the players who participated, who were um, guests or you know visited our, our host facility clubs every year, and uh, so we started at about eh, probably five five six years ago I guess it is, and um, those those awards we have a we have a host uh, public and private facility, and then we have a host superintendent and staff of the year and host golf professional staff of the year. And those go out to our, our host golf professional is uh, Eric Ratzliff and his staff over at Persimmon Woods Golf Club. Um, Persimmon hosted U.S. Amateur Qualifying. Uh, no, I'm sorry. They hosted the Metropolitan Amateur Championship this year. Uh, so um, so that was uh, – and that's actually two years in a row. Eric and his staff won the host professional staff last year as well. Our host uh, superintendent um, 
award goes to Mike Karen and his staff over at Meadowbrook. Meadowbrook, Meadowbrook had the U.S. Amateur qualifying. Um, so, uh, you know, kudos to, to Mike and his, his staff for uh, everything they, they did done for us. And then our public facility host of the year is uh, Gateway National for, I think, the third year in a row. Gateway has taken home that award. But they, uh, they hosted two events. They had the Eastside Amateur and U.S. Open qualifying this year. So big, uh, you know, that was, uh, uh, in fact, three days in a row, two days Eastside Amateur and then U.S. Open qualifying on, on that Monday. So uh, so um, Gateway National, that uh, they're the public facility award. And then our host private facility um, goes also to, uh, to Meadowbrook Country Club for, uh, um, and again, they hosted U.S. Amateur qualifying this year. So. Those are all of our awards um, that we will recognize, and and uh, you know, and all of our champions for the year. Um, some of which are, are going to be there Friday night. We recognize all of our champions, um, including uh, our probably our last champion since we haven't uh, talked about, and um, was our Sobe Cup champions um, in September since our last episode. Uh, Glen Echo Country Club took home the Sobe Cup this year um, in a victory over Ryan Roy and, and Bogey Hills in the finals, but, um, but it was, it was a great match. And, uh, but so uh, many of our champions and it's just always a, you know, it's a, it's, it's kind of a small night again, you know, we'll probably end up with 50, 60 people, not a, not a huge crowd, but it's, it's just kind of a nice, nice evening to gather and, you know, recognize those who excelled and had great summers, you know, from a playing standpoint and also to recognize our, all of our facilities that, that host our, championships and events you know from this past year yeah you always you, you always praise the hasanas of all the golf courses around the area about yep. how willing they are to, to play with you guys and, and cooperate and, and allow their facilities to be used for your championships and uh it just goes proof positive how how well some of them really do doing it so yep. congratulations to everybody associated with all those and congratulations to all your players of the year yep uh, we I think we talked. I don't. We didn't talk to Kathy this year, but I definitely, like I said, friends of the show, uh, Paul Neiman and Finn, and uh, and uh, Peter Weaver, yep. definitely past guests. So, good job, guys! Congratulations to everybody. Yeah. Yep. Thank you. And then uh, finally, um, Normandy Golf Club. Uh, yep. Big update. I did officially close for the construction on Sunday. Uh, that would have been November the fifth. Correct. Been- Day of play out there. Yep. Uh, you spent some time with one of the principal architects of the redesign. It Jack, somebody I heard. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Andy, we uh, you know we made that announcement. I guess probably two or three weeks ago that November fifth, where it was going to be the final, you know, the last day that the the course would be open. Um, and we so we did we did shutter shutter down um, Sunday evening after after all the play got done. Um, and then, um, yeah, we, uh, you know, we didn't, didn't kind of put this out there, but, um, yesterday or Monday, the sixth, uh, Jack, Jack was back in town to, um, you know, to, to come around and go around and, and see the golf course again. Um, it's funny, I, Andy, I don't know if you've been out there, but the last couple of weeks we've had a surveying team out there in Normandy and they were out there putting these posts in the ground at like where the tees and greens and, and turning points are for the routing. And I knew they were putting these posts in and I started getting some phone calls from some different guys are like, I drove by and there's, there's white posts all over the place. And uh, I had no idea until I got out there yesterday and these, <laughs> these posts are like six inches in diameter and like 12 feet tall. I mean, oh my like, gosh. Oh yeah. They're huge. Posts. They're like, they're like 
field goal poles, you know, <laughs> in the ground. And there's so there's like one at the back of the first tee, and it's big white post with a with a with a black top that says and it says hole number one tee. Um, then you then you go out and anyway, there's about fifty of these posts all over the place, and some of them are some of them are actually in the middle of some of the greens. I mean, they dug down in the greens, and you know, it was all th- from the routing. So, um, but yeah, Jack came out, um, and uh, and Chris Cochran, our his his lead designer, and uh, spent about four hours out on the golf course, just uh, driving around, you know, looking at the routing, and it's really I think you know kind of his his final blessing on, on the routing, and I, um, I, I think after his visit, there's probably going to be a couple tweaks here and there again, but it's all in preparation. You know, our hope is, uh, you know, sometime in December, we're going to start seeing, you know, some of the, the real work start, um, which I don't, I don't know how heavy, if it's a lot of heavy earth moving yet, but more, more tree work, more, you know, some of the other, you know, other things uh, to, to get prepared for it. So wow, more tree. I mean, there's already a lot of tree work done. I mean, it looked like most of it was done. Yeah, no, there, there's a, there's a lot of trees uh, that are still, that are just aren't like the big ones. I mean, yeah, the, you know, the brush clearing we've done, you know, this summer or, yep. you know, last spring or last, I guess almost, you know, winter into spring. Um, but there's some big trees up there. They're just, there's, they're dead. They're, they're, they're not healthy. Yeah, um, that, that have to come down. Um, but there's a lot of great trees that are, you know, staying. And, um, uh, you know, we kind of joked there was a couple of them that are, you know, some sweet gum trees out there that we just soon everybody like to see go away. But they're they're oh, really sure. they're you know, they're but they're good trees. And, you know, he's like, those are kind of they're strategic in, in the layout and the routing. So, you know, so those will stay. So, but, yeah, there is there there's there's still quite a few more trees, I think, too, that are that are going to come down here in the next uh, next few months. When. When you come down number two and go back, and do you, do you go back up the hill to play number three? To play yes. The, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now you see. Uh, in fact, that. So then, yeah. So they got these posts, and the, there's there's posts with the black top, which is tees, and the ones with the yellow top are like the pivot points, you know, okay. the fairways that you can see. And then there's ones with the green tops, and that's what those were the where's where the green sit. But uh, yeah, two green sits kind of down in the middle of all that that wooded area that was, you know, yes. right of three, right of three and four. Yeah. It's sitting down kind of in a hole down in there is the three. And then, yeah, you'll go back up to, up the hill to, uh, to three T. That'll be, I hope that that'll be a pretty fun approach shot from that. Oh yeah. From the top of the yeah. hill down. And I would, I would imagine that that green would probably have a lot of undulation in it too. Cause you're, when you're coming from on top of the hill and coming down to it, so, you know, everybody thinks it's a little bit easier to hit, but it's not all the time. So, are they? Has there been any talk of green construction and what they're going to look like, and will they maintain, you know, the classic Normandy style greens that the Fullest Brothers built? All no, time? I, I don't think so. You know, I, I, I you know, <clears throat> a little bit. I, I, I mean, I didn't catch everything that uh, as we drove around. Jack was uh, in the cart with uh, with Chris Cocker and his his design team, and I wasn't right there with them. I was there, you know, all day, right. but. Uh, I didn't hear a whole lot about the greens. You know, I, I know one thing, you know, he wants to make this golf course fair and fun for, for everybody. And, right. uh, and even that means, you know, again, we're, you know, we, we think we're going to, you know, the, right now the current routing shows, you know, the back tees at 69, 70 something. And, you know, we still think we might be able to stretch it over 7,000 yards um, when we get done with this, which mm-hmm. is still, I think unbelievable considering you know, right now it's a 6,400 yard golf course and now we're right. going to, we're going to on the same footprint <laughs> essentially. So, um, you know, he wants to make sure that this is a, 
you know, this is a golf course everybody's going to be able to enjoy. So they're not gonna, I don't think they're going to be crazy, you know, crazy Fallis Brothers Greens or anything. Be closed all of 2024, reopening in 2025 at some point? Yeah, that's, I mean, that's our, that's our goal is, you know, for golf season. So whether that's, you know, April or, you know, May of 25, that would, that would be ideal to be able to, to reopen, you know, then to kick off uh, the 25 season to have, uh, have the new Normandy golf club um, ready to, ready to rock and roll. So. Well, I, for one, am very excited about it. Yeah. Kurt Goss, final thoughts for this uh, episode. Uh, it was good to be back, um, catch up with you guys. I'm glad uh, you are pretty much all settled in in the new home, Andy. Thank you so much. Um, and uh, I'll say a prayer that you can uh, sell the other one. Um, appreciate that as well. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, just good to catch up. I knew yep. it was uh, a few weeks, and we knew we weren't gonna we weren't gonna have an episode every week by any means. Because again, we'd run out of things to talk about. I mean, we'd find something, but. Um, but no, just just good to catch up, and uh, hopefully it's a couple more weeks. We'll do it again, and sure. um, you know we'll uh, start to kick off the holiday season now. That's, that's right. Yeah, we might have a a, a Thanksgiving, uh, very special Thanksgiving episode. That'd be great. We, we will record yeah. it on you no know, old guy thing, old guy Thanksgiving, where we record a podcast instead of, instead of going out to the bars on the night before Thanksgiving. <laughs> we could do that. Watch old uh, episodes of the Skins game back in the day. Yeah. Wasn't that always on uh, Thanksgiving? From there the was desert. Bunch, there was a bunch of stuff on social media this week about some about one back in nineteen eighty three with where, Player and Watson. With Watson and Player. I saw that too. Yeah. yeah. What I never I never knew about this. No. I, and I to be honest, did either, did either of you guys read the story? I didn't No, I read the, the headline, and that's about as far as I get. Just that Watson was like accusing player of like cheating or some stuff. That's yeah, it's I yeah. Crazy, like, yeah. So, gentlemen, it's always a pleasure to uh, reconvene with you. Uh, very, very. Uh, you know, I love. I've always. I tell her. I've told Roderick. I tell you guys this too. If I if I were independently wealthy and didn't need to work, I would still do this for free because I just I, I love doing it. It's a lot of fun. So, I appreciate you guys. Pre appreciate the listeners. Uh, don't forget to uh, grab us on our socials. That way, you can see when new episodes drop. CC underscore golf underscore factory on Instagram and Twitter. C plus C golf factory on Facebook. And if you could like and subscribe on Apple podcasts and Spotify for Kurt Goss for Kurt Rowey. I'm Andy Hanselman. You've been listening to the CNC golf factory podcast on the St. Louis podcast network. Content on the St. Louis podcast network is 100% human created.